we are in a we're in a dark room searching for a black cat and some people are finding a nonce. <laughs> <laughs> nonce, 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 nonce. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb and suggest it could be something noncy. This, this I am not a nonce t-shirt is raising a lot of questions. Quite a t-shirt. Am I gonna have to design that? Is that literally gonna have to be on my hard drive? Hello podcast listeners, welcome and thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Video Game Chat Podcast, a fortnightly podcast talking about games, tech and other nerdy goodness. I'm Geordie, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Rob. Hello. Gary. Hello. And Brendan. Goodbye. We hope you enjoy this podcast, and if you want to join in, ask questions, or suggest other topics, we have a new Discord, where you can chat about games and news with our awesome community. You can also follow and message us on Twitter, at VGC underscore podcast. The links are down below. So, guys, how have you been doing since the last episode? Yeah, all right. Very busy. I've actually had a good couple of weeks of work come in, which has been a nice change from, uh, well, having absolutely no fucking work due to coronavirus, as the past few months have been. So, uh, yeah, feeling a bit more positive. So, good. Thumbs up. Good to hear. I, I had a, a week off from work, which was nice. Uh, didn't go anywhere nice. Just stayed in my house. Um, played lots of games. So, that's a nice vacation to me if I ever did think of one. <laughs> yeah, so we're always the best way. The- if I was to have a holiday off work and I was living on my own, it would just be, yeah, have a week off, lie, lies in every day and just play games. Sounds great. It was. Brendan, what have you been up to? I've got nothing to announce, other no. than the fact that pubs are opening tomorrow. Is yeah, that tomorrow as of recording date or tomorrow as in when the podcast uh, comes out? As in the, the 3rd of July, the pubs will be opening. Yeah, the 4th of July for us over here, I believe, as well. But I just don't understand why they're doing it. I think the second wave is definitely going to be inbound, especially... Oh, 100%. Oh, it's already here. Yeah. It's definitely already here. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just a constant peak. Yeah. Which I, is, uh, I do find a, a certain degree of enjoyment, because obviously with the social media side of things, um, my, my own favourite pub have been posting about measure, measures they're bringing in to sort of have people queuing out the door and things like that two metres apart. But another pub I saw was posting how they're keeping their tables two metres apart. And that particular pub I never drink in because it is always rammed wall to wall to the point that I'm pretty sure they're breaching capacity regulations. So it should be interesting to see how they handle a pandemic. Yeah, I guess that's one of the things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Put chairs and tables out in the street. Just let us drink in parks. Let's just let us all, let's live like the Germans, bring our pint into the park, nobody kicks off, just chill out, have a drink. Wait, is, that, is that not allowed Hopefully then? don't get a disease. What? They're not allowed? We're not allowed to no, drink you can't drink in the fucking park. No. People you do. Not. No, you're not supposed to, but you, people do. I have to say, it's all people have been doing round, round my way. Yeah. Oh yeah, like that, it should be what you're doing. Like it should, it should fundamentally be something that you can do as a public park and making use of a public park. But thanks there are to like, a few there decades, are like three microbreweries like, in, in the and park. around my <laughs> working and around illicitly. My town. <laughs> oh, just to, they're just like, stir up a tree. <laughs> and the micro the micropubs have been selling like their beers and ciders and stouts in like fucking milk cartons and jugs. So you could take a four pint of milk jug full of your 
favourite beer or cider or stout and take it over the park with you. And people have just been drinking oh. from milk jugs. I mean, I guess oh, yeah, well, like some of the bars are doing that, but that's not supposed to be for drinking in the park. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I, I think that's probably quite good, though, being in um, lockdown. Like, I mean, it is a good excuse to lift the drinking in the park rule. Although yeah. I have a feeling that people in England specifically will get a little bit carried away and then start like digging up patches of turf just to take home. <laughs> well, yeah, there, there's um, the the local sort of seaside beach where I where I live has been absolutely trashed with uh, littering and stuff like that. And it's just, it's terrible. Like just every, every day is a sunny, nice sunny day to get people going over there and just ruining like the landscape and it all for the, all for the local people that live there who are having to go out and actually like help clean up because it's ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, that's why we all prefer to stay indoors and play games and not be social butterflies. <laughs> and trash and our yeah, other news with my with my uh, uh, situation on work. I have now lost my job. Oh, <laughs> oh. officially as of uh, or the day after recording the previous podcast, or the, or the day after the release. Sorry, of the previous podcast, I had uh, yeah been made redundant. So I'm uh, relying on our podcast to. Get us some advertisement money now. So yeah, me undies, hook us up. <laughs> you might be waiting about ten years. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> if that, you're gonna have to start up a Patreon, and we'll have to start begging for donations. Yeah. Hey, you know, hey, up on Twitter, Wiz, if you uh, want my OnlyFans, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna set up a uh, <laughs> foreign exchange scam, and we can sign people up to that. Since that is now my life, <laughs> we'll have to do a naked calendar. Yeah, I mean, VGC calendar coming your way. Some some new segments, or what, what have you all been playing actually this week? Any any new games? Any uh, old favourites? Well, this strays into one of the topics. Does it? Yes, because we're supposed to be discussing the glorious Steam Summer Sale. Oh Ooh. yes, we have. We are indeed. So the Steam Sale began this. Uh, when was it? Twenty fifth was it? Yeah, the 25th, uh, as of release of this podcast, you'll have two days left to go and grab yourself the best deals possible. Uh, bye, bye, bye. Commercialism. Bye, bye, ourselves. Bye, bye, Capitalism. Bye, bye. Hey, yes. hey, it's free real estate. It's free real estate. Capitalism never fails us, as long as you mm. keep sinking more and more money into it. <laughs> of course, but are there any particular games that you guys picked up in the sale or... Would recommend well, for people to buy. We, we've all picked up Blackquake. We're yet to actually uh, play it though, um, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to us actually smashing some of that. Mm. Did pick a couple up a couple of cheap VR titles. I picked up Bullet Roulette, so me and Gary can smash that at some point. Seeing as that was like a quid. Oh, you got it. And uh, yeah, I did. Oh, cool. On your recommendation. <laughs> well, and, uh, <laughs> well, I haven't played it yet. Well, so let's... Your, your suggestion then, <laughs> rather than recommendation. It looks like a janky, and... uh, a janky game, which could potentially be fun for an afternoon. Hold on, lads. I'm just adding and these all to my wish list or to my cart now. Hold on. Bullet Roulette and right. Blackquake and. And I also picked up VR Dungeon Night, which is a co-op dungeon crawler sort of thing procedurally generated dungeon crawler in vr so i want to give that a go 
Yes. But I need to add yeah. that one as well. Other, other than that, like a lot of stuff that I've been sort of keeping an eye on and I've been like, I'll get that during the summer sale because it's going to be on sale. It's just not on sale. Like the new, uh, the latest Stellaris expansion for Federations, that's not on sale. There was a couple of other things I can't recall them right now, but literally everything that I've had an eye on, not available on sale. Oh yeah, Pistol Whip was another one for VR that I was hoping would be on sale this year and nope, not a penny off. Oh. So, a little disappointing this year. I've heard good things about Pistol Whip if you're sort of into the old uh, music Sort of like Beat Saber vibe sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, they said it's like, um, it's sort of like Beat Saber, but you're John Wick. Yeah. Fair enough. It looks cool. Nice and uh, neon. Mm. Yeah, Good way to like burn your retinas out. Good vibes. <laughs> what else? Gary, have you uh, picked up anything? I saw you had a quite a large list of uh, Steam games in your shopping cart the other day. I did, yes. So... Um, I mean, firstly, uh, unlike Rob, um, my, I have 43 items on my wish list just in case anything goes on sale. And uh, I got an email come through that was, said something along the lines of 20 items on your wish list are on sale. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I don't have the money to buy them all. Um, <laughs> and some of them aren't discounted as much as I was hoping. So I've kind of left them in the car <laughs> until they go a little bit lower. Like, there's a lot of... Um, Ouch co-op games that Rob and I like playing, um, to, like when, when lockdown's obviously lifted. Uh, but they're, yeah. I, I've put them on my, on my wish list and yeah, it'd be great to buy them now, but I mean, when I don't know when I'll be able to play them. So yeah. there's no point really picking them up until we can. Uh, of course, of course. But yeah, I picked up, um, I picked up Boneworks, which is a, a VR game, um, if you don't know what it is. It's very fun. It's basically uh, like a Half-Life game. I'm pretty sure we've mentioned it on the podcast before, haven't we? Yeah, I think Brendan mentioned it in our uh, little VR roundup episode. Oh, yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I was going to get it anyway, but I, I got it based off Brendan's high recommendation. Um, and just from the three hours that I streamed actually last night um, from the recording of this podcast, it, it was really good. Really, really good. I immediately fucked it off the, the get-go, but I, I can replay it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I also picked up Onward, which is another VR title. Um, I think, Brendan, your description of it was Rainbow Six meets Pavlov. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It, yeah, it's, cool. it's a bit more of a realistic sort of shooter than... Uh... Than Pavlov in well, the sense that, like, it will take like a bullet or two to actually drop somebody, as opposed to you've know, really got to sort of focus on headshots with Pavlov. Mm. It re- and, um, reminds me a little bit of Insurgency as well. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, definitely, definitely got that sort of feel, especially with the points-based loadout. Mm. And with the some of the map designs look a little bit, um, should we say, uh, early. <laughs> um, 2000s <laughs> it kind of one of the desert maps that we played looks very similar to like a um a conflict desert storm map mm. yeah uh what else did i pick up oh yeah we picked up payday too we all picked that up and um that was chaotic an experience chaotic to say the least we played it in vr um yeah interesting um you can certainly see that the VR has just been an add-on and not built from the ground up, but it was still fun. Nice. 
I don't think I picked, and I got Black Wake, obviously, but I don't think there was anything else. Brendan, any games you've picked up recently? I picked up a fair few, actually. Um, I, I did a run through of basically walking simulators with like engaging stories. So I finally picked up Firewatch, you know, 10 years after everyone else got it. And fucking incredible game. Absolutely fantastic story. The whole interaction with the person over the radio and all is just unbelievable. I, I didn't know what to expect going into it at all. All I knew was that Firewatch was hugely popular, got a BAFTA, and um, people seemed to love it. So I picked it up, went in blind, and um, really satisfying game. Quite short, like two or three hours of gameplay, but um, really rewarding. And from there, mm. I got onto like a little a little feel for that sort of thing. So I picked up What Remains of Edith Finch, which is um, a walking simulator again, but it's kind of done in the sense of um, someone just decided they really, really wanted a game based on Lemony Snicket's writing. So it's all about a family <laughs> called the Finches that have a mystery around why their members keep dying in unfortunate ways. And um, again, quite a short wee game, but really engaging, really enjoyed it. Nice wee, uh, it, sort of because on the sale, these are quite cheap. It works out quite well in the sort of system of, you know, I pay a lot more than that to go and see this in a cinema but on mm. this thing i'm being able to interact with it on my computer and replay it constant time so really good value for money really good story and um, from there i picked up probably to my detriment life is strange which i'm Ooh. not enjoying as much and um, i think it's just yeah kind of it, aged it, it badly. seems like a sort of clunkily made telltale game yeah, and even like it's a, just the writing of it is of a completely alpha. lower standard to like what remains of Edith Finch and Firewatch like to get a lot more sort of um they're not as obvious. Um the start mm. of Life of Strange suffers from what I would describe as a Tumblr blog character where they are affect you're it's just you know those comics where it's like someone's going i'm not like other girls and they're kind of using like sexist tropes to belitter, belittle other girls and make themselves seem like they're special it feels very much like the character is just spending their entire internal monologue doing that and it's getting a bit tiresome <laughs> so from there i decided to pick up something else and i got cloud punk Oh, I've been wanting to play that. Yeah, same. Been surprisingly mm. comfy. Um, it's voxel based, so it's not like a fucking. It's not Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven by any measure, but um, really atmospheric game. Um, like fundamentally, there's a deeper story to it that I won't reveal anything about. But you're a delivery driver. You're a delivery driver in a cyberpunk city. It's rainy all the time because it has to be. There's neon everywhere because, of course, there has to be. And it just kind of does it perfectly. The city is huge. There's all sorts of different levels to it. You can go to the big metropolis sort of areas where it's all big skyscrapers and all that sort of business or down into like the forgotten city. You know, like Futurama's um, old New York. It's like that <laughs> oh, yeah. sort of thing where the, the city is built on top of the old city. So really cool <laughs> world design there as well. I, I really recommend it. Like um, I'm only just getting stuck into it and I think I will probably be absorbed by this one. I was going to say, if you enjoy Firewatch, especially like the sort of painterly art style of it, I would recommend the Long Dark. It is a survival oh, game, and I know how I much you it. love those. But I, I have, I have the Long Dark. Um, I started yeah. on that. Um, how far did I get into that? Actually, I think I, did I think the last hours. time I played it was before they added the full single player campaign because they added that in drips and drabs, didn't they? Episode by episode. Yeah, they've so got an yeah. episodic um, release of it, and. Uh, it, you, it, it's very, very complicated and you have to basically d 
do do things in a very particular manner in order to reach the next stage. Yeah. Hmm? So it suffers from a very slow start. A very slow start, um, but it's beautiful. It looks nice. Because mm, I, I played a lot of the actual straight-up survival mode of that during early access, and it is beautiful, but it is incredibly tough. Mm, yeah. I think I played a demo of it on my PlayStation ages ago. Um, I really enjoyed it, but yeah, again, uh, it's one of those ones where I don't have much time, and I didn't know how long I could uh, spend playing it. Yeah. Cool. Well, I haven't picked up any games in the sale as of yet, uh, other than uh, playing a little bit of Alex, which are obviously on the VR, which you guys have all finished. I'm still only very early in in the game, but once I finish that, we will have a full like oh, VR yes. Half-Life Alex review, and we can actually have like a, a spoilery style episode, which uh, hopefully I will... I'll get a good chunk, and maybe maybe next episode, if I can. How many hours do you reckon I've got from where I am? Uh, where about are you currently? Ten hours, uh, maybe twelve. Yeah, yeah. You you just finished the club sandwich thing, did yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily about eight to ten. Yeah. Okay. And um, depending so on 12... how quickly you go through it, it could be twelve if you want to play like Gary. Yeah, If you want to look for all <laughs> of the resin you can find, it's going to be a longer experience. Yeah. Or... <laughs> I feel like I've been quite good with finding the resin. I think I've, I've managed to get quite a bit. Yeah, like I, I will reiterate the point that um, I, I kind of cottoned on quite quickly into the general approach Valve took on this, and um, I was able to get every single upgrade for the weapons, which I won't detail. And um, I, like at the end of it, I didn't feel like I missed anything. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah, I think I was only missing like one or two attachments by the end of it and like i was i think two resin off getting one of them so i was like Egh. yeah i think I I'm, sh- I'm sure there's an achievement for fully upgrading every gun yeah I, there is I, I i didn't i didn't get that many resin even though i looked even longer than the rest of you guys <laughs> that's because you were looking <laughs> that's it i can't see the forest for the trees yeah because just... you were too busy <laughs> looking under mattresses and things to, to be fair uh <laughs> I mean, we'll go into it in a lot more detail next time, but Alex was yeah. my first proper uh, VR game, so I was sort of like picking things up and really getting to grips with it, and it was, yeah. it was, it was a lot of fun. And Boneworks is very similar in that respect, where there's um, a lot of items to, well, also collect, um, for one, but also just interact with. Seems very immersive, which is, which, which is really nice. Oh. Oh, uh, I was gonna, while we're on the subject of VR as well, um, yes, I was going to say maybe we don't do a necessarily a spoilery episode. Um, we don't tell anyone the ending. I don't want to do that. Um, but we could do some light spoilers, potentially. Yeah, could, yeah, could do. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about yeah. the gameplay and everything, and just not make like there's there's one key point which you're not allowed to talk about, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, I, I think most of it we could probably discuss but I, I i don't want to spoil the ending for anyone because yeah you have to experience it if you're a big fan of half-life and you haven't yet had a chance to play it i'm not going to be the one to spoil the ending for you i you know you've got to play it yeah what's your experience uh, with half-life jordan actually i played all the games this first oh right wait you played yeah. one two episode one episode two i haven't played i haven't played black mesa but i played episode one episode two cannot wait for you to finish this yeah 
I think yeah. we're all very oh, much just 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 I, I'm very much looking forward to just the hype he's going to come back to us with. Yeah. I feel like every time, actually, yeah, when both Gary and Rob have finished, Alex, I've like immediately gone into uh, Discord and just been like, "Well, <laughs> so I'm going to yeah, do the same like, with you, Jordan." I, I, the I, moment I, I, you finish I jumped it, in tell here me. as soon as I'd finished, and it was just Brendan sat here, and I was like, <gasps> "Oh fuck!" I nearly, okay. I nearly just let's, let, let's not about let's not talk about anything else. Let's 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 move away from this before fucking we say anything stupid. Before we do move on, I did forget I picked up Black Mesa in the sale. Uh, very much looking forward to playing that through because I would love to see w- their realization of. Half-Life 1 in an updated engine, and that'll be fun. Yeah. What's next? What's next? We shall move then swiftly on to the next little subject, which is Mixer. Mixer is no longer a thing. They uh, Microsoft oh, in early, when was it, 2018, 2017? Yeah, it did not last long, and I think that was our <laughs> collective reaction when we dropped that news in the chat, wasn't it? It was yeah. just because, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a disastrous endeavor that ended up costing far more money than it would have ever ever have made. Like, I'm going to be completely it? honest. When you announced the news, the first thought in my head was what? Because I just don't care. I just, <laughs> just fucking Mixer was not on my radar at all. I don't give a shit about it. And that's probably what Microsoft's core problem was. Did anyone give a shit about it? There was a point that I was debating going over to Mixer instead of YouTube, but I think Twitch is just better. Yeah. If you want to stream games, which is a place to be. Facebook's trying to like steal some of that. What, what I find stuff. strange about Facebook is like, I don't. I mean, I use Facebook, um, unfortunately, but I feel like most people on Facebook don't actually really interact with anything on Facebook. And uh, I, I, I read, um, well, not read, I heard um, another uh, YouTuber say uh, some statistics about how Facebook recognizes what they classify as an interaction with their Facebook gaming. And apparently mm. it's anyone who's engaged with anything closely related to gaming content on Facebook, which could be an advert. It could be, you know, one of our videos that we've put up on, on Facebook. It could be anything, but they're classifying that as active viewers of gaming content. Even if you just Facebook have been uh, rolled recently anyway, for exactly how much they're fluffing views for just everything. Yeah. Yeah, As you said, for gaming content, that counts as anybody that's looked at fucking anything to do with gaming. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's been much the same for a lot of things. Like a lot of companies shifted focus from say running ads on YouTube and Google to running ads on Facebook because they thought they'd hit users directly as they're scrolling Mm -hmm. their feeds because Facebook came back with all these amazing statistics of look how many people have seen this, look how many people have looked at this content, this content. Think that's how many viewers you could be getting a day for your yeah. ad. And the numbers were just amazing. So like, there's something I've witnessed with quite a few of the jobs I've had. Like a lot of the funding has gone from like traditional ad formats and you know um, other platforms to focusing on YouTube ads, which just... Mm don't actually pull in any of the sales. Mm. Facebook so, well, Facebook's really cheeky as well with how they do things because if you're watching just like a Facebook video that's been uploaded to Facebook, 
it will then automatically start playing you another recommended video. Once it's gone through, say, two or three videos, it will automatically then put you into a Facebook live stream of a game that you have vaguely made an interest in from your search histories and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I've I've noticed that. Like I, I you know, I scroll past like an advert or two, and I, I kind of hover over it for more than you know the oh I'm not interested in that. You kind of look at it and you go, oh that game looks oh no that looks shit. And then <laughs> and then I get a fucking live stream of playing that exact game, and I'm like I'm not I'm not I really don't give a fuck. I don't need to see yeah. a League of Legends streamer. I, I don't play it. And now that I've said that, fucking Facebook's going to be listening. <laughs> now I'm going to get adverts for it. Facebook's advertising algorithm is a particular sore point for me over the past week or so because, um, as you know, Facebook owns Instagram. And um, on Instagram, I have been hit with a flood of adverts for people advertising a foreign exchange currency trading pyramid scheme. Yeah. Like a categorically, the, the definition of a pyramid scheme. And as a result of that, it feeds back in on itself because I keep reporting the adverts because I keep clicking on them, which is an interaction. Mm, and as yeah. I report them, I get more of them. And then they're now onto my Facebook because I keep having to report the fucking things. Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a, you, you end up diving down like an unintentional rabbit hole. Of yeah. Just oh yeah. Like it, it just consumed my last week. I'm now just fucking, I've turned into basically a, criminal investigation agency as a result of this <laughs> just because they pissed me off so much <laughs> what, what i like is is when you get an advert that's obviously targeted at your very vague demographic and you're like okay the first couple of times i'm not really that bothered then it winds you up so much because you keep seeing the same fucking advert i don't mind yeah. if i have personalized adverts you know that's something that i've signed up for in just generally being online with a digital presence. If you give me adverts that I want to see, I don't care. But you keep giving me exactly the same fucking advert. Literally, not even change. It's the same fucking advert. You scroll through a couple of posts on Instagram, I see it again and again. And I get to a point where I get so angry that I like I I say I'm not interested in it. Then for like two months it goes away. And then the same exact same advert comes back again. <laughs> like I've already said I'm yeah. not interested. Fucking listen. Like I don't care. Show me, show me like video game adverts. Show me uh, I don't know, like beer or fucking gin adverts, whatever. Just show me something that's different to the same fucking bullshit <laughs> that you're trying to push on me. I think that this is like the fundamental problem around this whole idea of Facebook coming in late to the game to try and just Frankenstein strap a gaming streaming service onto their platform. Yeah. It's, like, it's driven by money yeah. and you know how bad their ad algorithms actually are. Just imagine the mess it's going to be with them trying to tack on a Twitch style system onto it along with trying to implement their ad system. But also like... I, I, and most young people don't use Facebook anymore. So, it, like, that's it. I log in to check whose birthday it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all I use it for because I can never remember. Them. I, 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 I like, use it. I use it for uh, trying to talk to to friends and stuff like that, and that's about it. I only really use it for the messenger. Yeah, the I'm messenger. But you have to install Facebook to have the messenger, which is really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I. But while I like we're talking having... about Facebook as well, Facebook could actually out mixer as of the 22nd so all the yeah so they'll just integrate that with uh oh yeah, like, yeah they're just buying up the assets like they're just yeah. gonna the, use mon the, the monetized channels and and like the stuff like that they've all been 
uh, sent over to to Facebook for their streaming platform. Yet the 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 large streamers were bought out for mixer contracts like Shroud and Ninja with their thirty and twenty million contracts that they was, had. Was uh, it ten? They've just been ten, right? given the money and then let them go wherever they want now. So they're now both free agents. And we can almost guarantee that Twitch won't buy them back because they just fucked off without, like they built a massive fan base on Twitch and then they just went, oh no, fuck off Twitch. We don't need you anymore. So- well, if you say that, I reckon they still probably will buy them back. Yeah, in the context of if Facebook has now bought up the Mixer thing with the idea of trying to make a serious stab at um earning sort of the following of Twitch and defeating it effectively. Like the only reason you introduce a new streaming platform like that is you want to be the monopoly. You want to be the Netflix. Um, it would make sense. And someone's obviously thought of this at Twitch at some point that they would go after those guys again because it just strengthens their hand. Yeah. Yeah. There was all this, all this uh, news as well about uh, Instagram potentially going to be a, a, a gaming streaming thing as well. Not just their like, uh, Instagram live and stuff like that. There's, I swear to fuck if I'm flicking through bloody Instagram stories and I get hit with a two hour long video of someone <laughs> playing video games, I'm going to fucking delete Instagram. I'll be gone. It's bad enough. having to watch someone rant about some concert they went to. Yeah. Nine all- by 16 portrait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> portrait. Yeah. yeah. That's the fucking annoying yeah. thing. I, oh, phones have just fucked photography. Haven't they? <laughs> That's another subject. <laughs> what do you mean? The megapixels on my phone camera are great. Oh yeah, uh, the the digital zoom is phenomenal. I yeah. will kick you to death. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, Mixer's gone down the toilet, and Facebook's are trying. Facebook's trying to clean that mess up and try and make something out of it. But so, I still think that Twitch is just number one when it comes to streaming. Yeah, definitely. So, what was it? Shroud and... Shroud and Ninja. Ninja. So, Ninja had a uh, 30 million contract and Shroud had 10 million. It was 30 million, I believe. And I think Shroud was like 20 or 15 or something. I thought it was 10. Okay, either way. six months of work. Six months (laughs) of work. And and they don't have to do any more, which is, you know, fucking fair play to them. It was meant to be a year contract. Free to go back to Twitch. Yeah. yeah, they're literally free to go back to Twitch, get back their old channels with all their fans already like, established on that platform still. Like, and probably have a break clause thing as well, so which means they're yeah. going to get paid out. It's there. But, and but, Twitch will probably pay them the same amount as Mixer paid them. Right? Imagine being Ninja. Imagine being that fucking talentless a person and that <laughs> dim and having 30 fucking million. Like, what would you spend it on? <laughs> Well, this is a man who, no, it's not remote. Like, I'm sure you've seen the tweet, Brendan, where he criticizes professional football players. All they've got to do is kick the ball. And um, how can they not do that properly all, all the time or something? So somebody, Isn't this this guy that plays one game? Yeah, yeah. Yes, that literally plays Fortnite. And somebody says, well, you miss shots occasionally. And he was like, no, that's completely different because in video games, you've got to think of this, 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 and this. Oh, you, you, you have know, to remember, though, this is part of the delicate reflexes. dance of being this sort of um, irrelevant figure where um, 
he like his presence as an online celebrity obviously stems from the fact that he streams a very popular game at the moment. But in terms of sustainability, you need to have a follower base that comes from beyond that game because that game will stop being popular at some point. Mm. So saying stupid shit on the internet is actually a fantastic way to get a following, yeah. as I yeah. can personally vouch for. So <laughs> I can see what he's doing there. Like I understand what he's doing. Obviously, he's a, he's a dick for doing it, mm. but I can understand what he's trying to do, and um, it's blatantly obvious. Uh, either way I, I wouldn't you, I wouldn't call him the thing oh. sorry, sorry I, I wouldn't call him dumb because I would but, I, I would but I, I don't think it, on, I'd say, yeah. if you say stupid shit enough you should be ready to be you know assumed yeah, as a stupid person idiot. yeah this is coming from the person who said that he doesn't play with female gamers or female streamers uh, online in respect of it for his wife well, yeah, uh, it sounds what? like it's a cunt. You know what? We're not even going to touch on that one. It's just fucking, I'm going to get mad. Well, well, <laughs> there, that leads us on as a nice segue to another particular streamer who's been... Excellent, yes. <laughs> a fucking roaster. Well, they've, they've, Twitch has, both, has had, had a bit of a, a few bans recently. There's been a lot of um, allegations and... Uh, Towards channels just being straight removed. Mm. Yeah, like, Twitch channels being channels. banned for uh, people who have been either uh, or people who have been uh, reported as having sexually harassed uh, other streamers either or members of other streamers or chat. people in chat. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So quite a few. And, and that announcement came out shortly after um, a certain streamer disappeared without reason. So uh, I, I'm just going to, you know, leave that dangling and say, put the two and two together and... Uh, oh, that's it. Yeah, like, okay, we're trying to be careful here because we want to avoid libel. And um, obviously in these sort of circumstances, there's a high risk of that. But Nonsense. in the circumstances, if you have been removed <laughs> from Twitch and you're not offering any reason for it, whilst other people are being banned for something similar, the basic common courtesy you could give your vast following is to clarify that it's not that. So if you don't clarify that, there's going to be speculation. Mm. Now, I'm not going to partake in any of that speculation. Naturally, I would not accuse anything of anything <laughs> of uh, anyone of anything without grounds, but um, I would certainly warn against not taking action to avoid looking like a nonce. <laughs> Luckily for listeners, I am much less inclined to not speculate. I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest it could be something nonce. Yes. But we haven't but Jordan said... has counter-arguments. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I there, are many, there are many different theories and even fucking potential like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh... Conspiracy really theories to how Dr. Disrespect got banned. Oh, you said um, his name. Yeah, well, like just that, that was patently obvious anyway, I think. Ah. I, it was highly alluded to. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my favourite theory is it's because he doesn't actually have a doctorate. Yeah, as the man <laughs> doesn't have a PhD... <laughs> Well, yeah. that's it. Yeah, all of these are perfectly valid. This is the point. Like, um, as Jordan was saying, like, it could be that he's been in talks to join another platform. Yeah. It could be about that 
toilet video thing he did at that other conference. I don't give a shit what it was. Um, like it could be, fucking, I don't know, maybe he stole something. Maybe he got a criminal charge for shoplifting. It could be that. It could be nonsense. It could be fucking anything. We don't know because nobody said anything. It's it's Schrodinger's reason. It's currently everything until it's one specific thing. Exactly. We we're in a we're in a dark room searching for a black cat and. Some people are finding a nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Uh, the new Cyberpunk 2077 trailer was released, as well as the pushed back, once again, release date. What do we all... COVID-19. What do we all think? Yeah, COVID is just... I mean, at the rate this is going, by the time it comes out, I'm going to be inside for <laughs> another month. Um, some of you may die, but that is but a, it's sacrifice a sacrifice I am willing to make, to make for a good several weeks of playing Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> okay, non-stop. Families going into the mouth of Christmas, burying their loved ones, but Rob gets to get a dank haircut and adjust his genital size on a fucking video game. Hell yeah. <laughs> I can't believe, um, you know what we've done here? We've cancelled Rob before the internet can. (laughs) (laughs) Got him! Oh, fuck it. I would like to reiterate that uh, this is a persona, this is for comedy value. I don't actually wish... uh, You're finished, get out! (laughs) I am going to deny it. I'm going to do the opposite of Dr. Disrespect and outright say that that is blatantly untrue. This, this, I am not a nonce t shirt is raising a lot of questions <laughs> answered by the t shirt. <laughs> How much is We're doing some merch. We are now not a nonce t shirt. Am I going to have to design that? Is that literally going to have to be on my hard drive? <laughs> Yeah, but do it in the aesthetic, you know, make it cyberpunky. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if make it, it synthways. <laughs> right, so cyberpunk, um, yeah, I think it's it's sensible and inevitable. Like, there, there's plenty of places that have had to shut down as a result of COVID-19. Mm. So a delay was almost guaranteed. Mm. Yeah, inevitable. And, and yeah, they, I'm sure it'll be good either way. Yeah, I, I think everyone has to manage their expectations. It is ultimately just going to be a game. You know, don't hype it up so much that you get disappointed just treat it as it looks like a cool game it's made by great developers so just try not to big it up too much this has just reminded me because um when that was when that announcement was made um i had hopped onto twitter and i saw someone replying to the developers and they were like ranting about how long they've been waiting for the game. And um, in the fantasy scenario that this little shit is listening to this podcast, you and I both fucking know you're going to spend like maybe 50 hours playing that and you're going to fucking drop it and not play it again. Yeah. So don't worry about it. Oh, you got it eventually. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, Be grand. Also, in the grand scheme of things, two months is nothing. You know, and you will People die. People are day dying. Or random or Twitter user. <laughs> well, that might that might be why he's angry because he might die before he comes out. True. <laughs> oh fuck! True. If you've got COVID nineteen, I apologize unreservedly. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> this is a very dark episode. It is. Mm, I mean, is. to be fair, I kind of like it. Thanks a lot, Doctor Disrespect. Yeah. This is all your fault. This is, this is why they banned you. <laughs> fucking cunt. He's just saying what we're all thinking. Um, 
So also in in regards to Cyberpunk 2077, the uh, another reason they pushed it back is so that in their words they can uh, make sure that everything is play tested correctly. They have a lot of um, uh, mechanics going on, and I saw the I I I, I haven't fact checked it, so I could be talking out of my ass. But I saw a lot of people on their official Instagram complaining that they've removed the wall running feature, despite it being quite a prominent. Uh, feature in the previous trailers. I'm- yeah, in their initial gameplay reveal, yeah. it was quite... It, it was something like, hey, look at this uh, later level stuff you'll be able to do, and now you can't. Which, yeah, a bit of a shame. I do like wall running in games, but again, I do, I do feel like that sort of thing Why wall could running? Are we- leading to a lot of bugs and map yeah. fuckery and things that they've probably just gone, you know what? Can it? They, they've By wall running, are we talking the level of time for wall running? Is that how it was set up to be? Yeah, yeah. there was there was a fair bit of it. Oh, like, it's just not realistic. They, though, jumped, is it? they ran. They well, it's fucking no, but who gives a shit? What are you talking about? Oh, that's not realistic. But the fucking mantis blades that popped out shortly after the wall running section, literally <laughs> immediately following the wall running, that's fine. Um, but I, I would I would say Rob's hit the nail on the head. I, I reckon they've tried to keep it in for as long as possible, and it's just brought up more bugs than it's actually worth. Yeah, yeah. You'll have had people playtesting like jumping out the balcony in your apartment, sort of thing, and just imagine, through just imagine the amount of speedrunners that would try and like exploit something like that that would like be yep. game breaking. Oh, oh yeah, they're that's gonna probably, do it anyway. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, we've all Moving. seen the the, the um, speed runs of like Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim, where they just sort of teleport through a wall. Yeah. Yep. So I'm sure they'll find a way. Moving on to the next subject, <laughs> The Last of Us Two. The Last of Us Two was getting a lot of uh, stuff on uh, Twitter and and the general internet on the bad press, shall we say? Women's in my yeah, a video lot of very games. Angry ga- yeah, it's had a lot of very angry gamers complaining. It's too long. It's too miserable. Why? Why is the main character a lesbian? That's pandering to SJWs. Why does she not have big old titties? And and then there's Abby, and they're complaining that she doesn't have a realistic body type, despite being modelled on a woman who has exactly mm. the same body type. And there's a trans character that's got them up in arms. So yeah, just it's it's come out to some review bombing from upset gamers gary which is why, why are you why are you, why are you typical these days why are you talking no i'm not no I, I wasn't saying that as if you are one i was I'm saying definitely not. You, you know you know full you know full well these types and you are probably just going to be like oh god damn of course oh no yeah, yeah. That, that was that was the tone of voice not gary <laughs> wink. oh yeah i just review bombed winky it. face <laughs> smiley face um, I, I've seen so many like assholes just, just to have a go at the game without even playing it. And, and these dickheads are going to be the same people that, um, probably never even played the first one. And yet they're jumping on the bandwagon because it's, oh, it's pandering to the far leftist agenda of like everyone being equal. Okay. Yeah. But that actually sounds pretty good to me. Having everyone equal. No. <laughs> I think in a zombie apocalypse, everyone would be equal, would they not? Oh yeah, they they complained that um, Abby, like she's she's buff, and you know, 
Like, oh, well, that's... And Sally? She's a soldier, like, 20 years after an apocalypse or something. Of course she's going to be fucking buff. She's going to be ripped. Yeah, like, she's you gonna, would be. She's going to have to jump over buildings. There, There's a trans man at one point in the game, um, Lev, who is, I believe, is a, a teenager at some point in the storyline. But yeah, Lev one has not friends. had... Any, any attention from internet Nazis. They don't actually care about the actual transgender storyline and the things about abuse against trans teenagers. Instead, they are, of course, attacking the woman who's a bit too buff for their liking. Yeah, so the, yeah. the same, you know, the same ones that complain about realism and games are screaming their heads off because a woman happens to have muscles. Well, so regarding yep. the whole lesbian point, again, these people that um, are very vocal online are probably watching lesbian porn and yet so they're happy to watch two women having sex for money yet they don't want yeah. to see a story of two women falling in love oh, it's almost romance. as if it comes from some sort of misogynistic place of control like when they're there for their own entertainment but but not for anything narratively involving them I don't, know if, I don't know if any of you boys are planning to play it or would want to play it but I've had the, the or the the plot spoiled and uh, most of the well a middle point or well, I say a middle point a middle point spoiled and most of the end or leading up to the end spoiled for me so yeah I've had that yeah as well. I, I've watched like the entire sort of um, ending third act of it right yeah as a result yeah. mainly because of Nazis complaining about it to the point where I had to just find out what the actual game was about. Um, yep, yeah, luckily I've managed to avoid the spoiler. Well, I've, I've I've hit a spoiler, a fairly significant spoiler. But to be fair, I kind of felt that one would happen in the sequel. Yeah, but I think I know I'm exactly what you mean. I know which one. But I'm, I'm yet <laughs> There's to no point actually... doing this. This isn't good podcast content. No. Oh, we oh, all know what it is. The guy gets fucking with his fucking golf club, <laughs> smack in the fucking head. <laughs> He's just... lights out. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm I'm actually looking forward to playing it. I would like to get a PlayStation and actually play The Last of Us too. It's one of those ones that I've missed out on as a franchise, like the other ones being like Spider-Man, Uncharted, things like that that have been PlayStation exclusive that I would really like to play. So uh, I'm going to do my best to avoid spoilers. Well, Rob, and as just- we mentioned, was it in the last episode? I think it was. Um, the PlayStation 5 is coming out. Mm. Yes. God knows how much that will cost. And you'll be able to get yourself a very fancy router. 500 quid, apparently, <laughs> Brendan. Really? It's not too bad. Apparently the, the prices were released. Uh, apparently Amazon leaked the prices or something. Uh, I'll wait until there's an official announcement. Yeah. There's always uh, leaks before it, and leaks are conveniently always wrong. Yeah. Actually I've, just, I've heard £500. As you just mentioned Amazon, um, I know it is a bit of a segue from what we were just discussing, and we can go back to Last of Us 2 if there's anything more to add. Um, mm-hmm. But you shared a... Was it you or was it Brendan? Or was it Rob? I can't remember. I just saw Rob. a post pop up in the fucking chat uh, about um, Amazon and Bethesda doing a... All Out series. All Out series, yeah. Yes, that was me. Mm. I just saw recently there's a moth that's just come into my room. The Mothman attacks! The Mothman! The Mothman! Burn him, burn him, but yeah. burn him. <laughs> Anyway. That's, that's not the Mothman. No, I know, that's, that's fast snacks. We, we totally haven't been playing Fallout 76 anymore, no, of course not. 
But no, um, yeah, the there was a, a short teaser released as of day of recording for Amazon Prime are doing a Fallout TV series, apparently. There's so not it's much. created by the team who made uh, Westworld. Oh, yes. so. Could be good. Could well, well, I'll have a high production quality anyway. Fingers <laughs> crossed. It will be good, and it will make Netflix work harder on their Resident Evil series that they're bringing out. Mm, but the most important thing to remember here, actually, just in terms of if you are indeed a Fallout fan and um, you really want to pay good tribute to the series, is that you can absolutely in this year pirate anything that Amazon put out on their platform because fuck Amazon and fuck Jeff Bezos. Yes. That's all I've got to say on that. I wish I could pirate my Amazon basket. <laughs> in, uh, you can, but that contravenes the theft act. <laughs> I, I mean, so, so, so does downloading things illegally. It's just you're less likely to get caught. Exactly, yeah. But uh, <laughs> moving you know, swiftly on. Also speaking of Amazon, sorry, also speaking of Amazon, their recently released Crucible hero shooter oh yeah one of the first games from amazon games finally released and did so badly they've already pulled it and taken it back to the drawing board what oh wonderful yeah they've pulled it back it's no longer a fully released game and they're taking it back to the roadmap taking on (laughs) feedback from people that have played it both casually and competitively it had yeah um under 600 viewers like just before they pulled it which is less than everquest it's less than eve online it's less than worms revolution and less than grand theft auto vice city (laughs) <laughs> which came out in fucking 2002 Jesus Christ wow. I wonder if I had oh, yeah. less... I don't know why I laughed at that one EverQuest came out in 1999 wait so, shit um, people still play that game people still play it and people still watch it it's so yeah but that nobody's really, playing that really hammers home. Crucible yeah. <laughs> you know things are bad when you have to do a product recall the moment you release it yeah I wonder Another thing that we're all unhappy about. Uh, the culling too. <laughs> I, actually, before we go on, I, I wonder how many streamers they approached and paid them to play this game. And they, and they picked up the game and they were like, I can't. I, I, my yeah. reputation is just too much. I, I, can't. I, can't, I can't in good conscience yeah. actually play this. It's yeah. bad. I wonder how many yeah. did it. And I wonder how many fell for it. As well, that would be because I, yeah. Because the thing is, I've seen streamers like just honestly and very blasé say, "I'm only playing this because they paid me a couple of grand." I don't usually like this game, blah blah blah, and they'll bitch and moan the whole way through playing it, and then move on to something they want to play, and that annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah, <laughs> because I would play it for free, but um, yeah, yeah. Imagine actually trying to earnestly play a game that's so bad they have to redevelop it. Mm. Yeah, it's really fun. I can see myself playing this with all of my friends. Where (sighs) where did playtesting go wrong there? Like, how did they manage to engineer the fun out of the game? How does I think another question is how does a case of chasing trends but without actually understanding why the games that follow those trends are successful? Oh yeah. Another another question is how does Amazon the fucking massive giant that it is, which owns Twitch, doesn't have good playtesters. Literally has thousands and thousands of streamers under their belt, doesn't have good playtesters to actually test their own games. 
well, to to be fair, I imagine they're probably not allowed to because they, one, they'd probably want to stream it, and it sounds like it was a broken mess. Um, uh, and secondly, like that means you got to take viewers away from your platform of Twitch to play to test a game that you shouldn't really be sending to them until it's finished because then they'll have bad reputation, like bad views on it, right? Still, they still have thousands of gamers in employment to that is true. actually test and, and develop. Right? They, it could be a, th- a thing of a streamer goes, yeah, we tested and we developed, helped develop this game into what it became and make them actually a part of the process of making the game good. I, don't start giving them more ideas. Yeah, I, I th- don't, I just don't know. I think, <laughs> I think someone's actually done that before and it was still a broken mess because they just listened to the streamer too much. Wasn't that? No, that was the culling, wasn't it? They listened to the fan base, and the fan base was wrong. Well, no, they didn't actually. Never oh, listened yeah, to the fan base. The, yeah, the culling, they listened to some of the like pro players, apart from, you know, that were playing competitively in Twitch streamers and things like That's that, what as I mean, opposed yeah. to the core. Yeah, and they ended up removing certain core elements of the game that actually made it both approachable, um, easy to pick up, but hard to master, and actually took a lot of the choice out of it, which made it just not fun to play mm. it completely ruined the meta so don't, don't listen to people people are dumb take take <laughs> a leaf out of Crytek's book and listen sue you and try and get your money through that <laughs> <laughs> hey. well let's ignore that that slight that <laughs> happened um, <laughs> but uh the 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 game that uh we are not allowed to mention um we should, we should really, we should really have to mention it today because of what's yes. going on. But all right, I'm, I, I think, I think that's a fair comment, right? So as we are currently recording the Hunt Showdown, which is a game Rob and I adore, and Geordie is uh, now our third uh, hello helper on making sure that we win the games um, by spooking all the birds. Yep. Uh, and getting me shot in the fucking mouth. <laughs> Fuck the bird. Crytek, uh, well, Hunt Showdown and Twitch have kind of, I guess, joined forces for a bit to do Twitch drops. Yep, they're offering uh, free in-game content or free in-game loot for uh, if you watch particular streamers who are sort of endorsing the game and are sort of Crytek Hunt Showdown partners. So we've all been That's watching. an interesting development. Um, are there other games that have done that with Twitch before? Yeah, quite a few other games that have been doing that, yeah. But not, not but to they've the... mostly been doing it on a, if you're watching the game, you get drops, whereas this one seems to be if you're partnered with Crytek. Yeah. So it's only specific streamers, but these streamers, like Hunt Showdown, as much as Rob and I try and make it popular, this Twitch drops thing is really making this game blow up. Like we're looking at certain streamers who are getting like 17.3, I'm just looking at it now, 17.3 thousand viewers for Hunt Showdown, where usually you'd probably get like, I don't know, two. Not even, many, not even that many people own the game. Well, that's the thing. Like, well, I think that there many people... There will be now after this, after this like, I this think that, that many people own the game, but consecutively online at, one time there would never be more than say 10,000 players yeah and now it is like people are fucking going crazy for it it's it's great i i i want more people to play this game because it is fucking phenomenal uh and very difficult which two yeah, of the twi- things- twitch drops is a is a is a new thing that twitch have 
started doing it started off with sort of uh valorant was the main thing valorant was uh, an early beta access that you can only get by watching these partner streamers streaming it and then once you got a copy you could then play it and stream it and then other people would get it off of you for watching you play it um I'm obviously just done done their one this week, and I believe today another game called Hypers Hyperscape have also started doing it as well. So oh, yeah. they're dropping like free copies or uh, or in game loot or whatever it is for people who are watching the streams, which is a great like PR sort of advertisement for games. Like mm, yeah. you get free in game shift. Yeah, stuff that would normally cost you. Or that could cost you money in game to buy. You're just getting free just for idling in in a chat of a streamer. But mostly, like the hunt one I've seen is is partnered streamers who are sort of getting questions and bombarded by their chat, going, "Oh, what is this game like? Is it any good? What's mm. like, how do you use these weapons? Like, what should you do for this? Like, it's a very good like learning experience as well on Twitch as well as." Uh, of getting you those free goodies for in-game. And it's also really good for the streamers as well, because obviously they've been trying to promote this game as much as possible, being um, uh, Crytek partners. And now having fucking tens of thousands of viewers on your stream just because of an event that's going on that's kind of out of your hands, really. You're just playing the game and making sure that people are enjoying watching it and also promoting the game as well having that many yeah. viewers all of a sudden is just, it's going to be so good for them. And I, I'm kind of glad that the game is, is not only helping uh, the people who are the partners instead of just everyone, you know, like imagine like the top of the top people playing this game just because you get free drops. So the more people tune into that stream, at least these people are, have, are actually partnered with Crytek and, and it's just going to bring the community together a little bit more, I think. Yeah. And while we're on the subject of Twitch, I recently was made affiliate for Twitch now. Woo! So uh, if you have a, a Twitch Prime subscription and want to fire it my way, please feel free to do so. Help him through that. Uh, Help me through my redundancy. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, while we're on the subject of Twitch, um, unfortunately, we have just spoke about Hunt Showdown for like the past, what? Five hours now, um, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, the Twitch drop scheme ends yesterday, as of recording. Uh, not as of recording, sorry, as of release of this podcast. So, if you're listening to it on Tuesday, uh, it's ended. So, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys. But we can still. And hopefully, by the time you've listened to this, I might have actually got a third legendary drop. <laughs> but um, while uh, while we've got your attention. It is £19.79 on Steam, 45% off. If you're into Battle Royales, if you're into uh, kind of scary, fast-paced, and also kind of slow-paced at the same time games, check it out. Like Magic Cowboys, it's the game for you. Magic Cowboys. <laughs> and that, we probably, what it is, is Magic Cowboys. We probably will not be allowed to speak about Hunt Showdown for another five episodes. So, Rob, do you yeah, want to add anything? Uh, I fully recommend it. Get it. <laughs> just, just go. Crytek, we're doing you a favour. Can we be partners, please? <laughs> That'd yep. be great. 
I set yeah, my application in for Christ's sake. We do sing about Dan praises, praises enough, so um, reward us. Yeah. If um if if anyone who buys the game on our recommendation, send us a tweet saying you bought it and if you enjoy it, of course, or even just say you bought it, and then we can build up a mass of tweets and send that to Crytek and be like, look, we are promoting the game for you, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> If can, any of you so much as tag us in any single tweet to continue this fucking feeding of hunt on this podcast, <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> no matter where you hide, no matter how far you travel, I will find you. Oh, Brendan, don't do a doctor disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's libel. <laughs> that might be the first. Allegedly. That might be the first one I've done. <laughs> But yeah, guys, I think, uh, I think that's a good place to end it. Oh, we, we, we did start to segue into the last part um, about the announcement of Worms. Oh, oh that, we, we don't nice. even need to cover this. We, Worms are doing uh, a battle royale. Fuck off. We, we don't need yeah. to cover yeah. it, but we are very much fans of Worms. We, we have actually been playing Worms. Uh, which, which one have we been playing? Worms? Revolution. 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 And... Yeah, we've we've all enjoyed like pretty much every game in the Worms franchise, even some of the shitty 3D ones. I didn't find Worms 4 Mayhem that bad. I found it, you know, it wasn't as good as Armageddon, not by a long shot. I don't think anything has yeah. been but, as good as Armageddon, to be honest. <laughs> no, I think that was sort of their high high point for mm. the series, really. But I found even I found the 3D one was quite a fun change of pace, you know, and it was a different game to Worms Armageddon, so I could jump back and between the two. And then, you know, it didn't make a lick of difference. Um, but this one's a real-time Worms game with no destruction by the looks of it. Yep. Yeah, it's basically run around Fortnite shooting. in Worms form. They literally had a worm in a dinosaur costume that looked like it was literally just ripped out of Fortnite and put into, into Worms. Team 17, you've, yeah. done, you've done a bad thing. Yes, you've absolutely nobody has asked for this. Yeah, yeah. all we like, wanted. Asked any Worms fan, like, what would you like to see in the next Worms game? And the two answers you would come back with are a battle royale mode and real time. I, I yeah. think they've what they've done is, and I think we discussed this before, but it is obvious it's designed by committee. What's popular at the yeah. moment? Oh, I know. Battle Royale. Oh, Nintendo Switch is, is really popular. That um, that Smash Brothers game is really popular. Let's make a game like that, but with worms and buildings. So it's kind of like Fortnite. So we're getting all of the things that people like and putting it all together in one game. That's not how you make a fucking game, you complete and utter idiots. Like, you, you've built your franchise up on such a strong concept. And there have been a couple of games which have taken a deviation. And yeah, fair enough. They haven't done so well. All I, for me, all I wanted was a, an up-to-date version, like in a new, new graphics, make it look like HD with actual proper physics instead of the Worms Revolution physics, because that was a bit choppy. Um, or even, even if it isn't accurate physics, make it like how Armageddon was. Just make Armageddon again. That's, that's the fundamentals. All, all they need to do is bring Armageddon into the 21st century, put in more inventive weapons, put in new weapons that are going to catch the eye, so on and so forth, cross-play with a decent multiplayer system oh, so that you can play with people across all fucking platforms, and, I don't know, stick it on the Switch. Switch will probably be the big one for it. 
Fuck, fuck off Battle Royale You're already late to the game yeah. Fortnite's got a few more years in it at best And then it's fucking done right. They're already turning it into a VR chat lobby Fucking catch up lads yeah. Two years <laughs> late I, I also this is the the really surprising thing. Like I, I you know I I know games take a long time to make. However, Worms is a very basic game to make. Yeah. How does it take you that long to update what you've already done before, just with a couple new weapons? Do you know what I mean? Like I, I I know it's a lot more complicated than than I'm making out. You know, it is still a game. It's got to function well. But ultimately, Worms is one of the more basic fucking games that you can make. <laughs> so, oh, I, I don't know. I think I would like to see what everyone's reaction is going to be to this. Whether it's... If there even is one. Sorry? If there even is one. Yeah. Do, do you think there'll be that much of a strong reaction if people who haven't played Worms since the likes of Armageddon, which I think has sort of been their problem, like it's not, it's not a competitor to the likes of Call of Duty, do you think there's going to be a wider reaction from like the gaming community, if I'm going to use that term, um, to fucking Team 17 have announced that Worms is going to be Battle Royale, other than them going, eh, and then continuing on with their lives? I think, I think mm. this is like a very clear like definition of the way that gaming is going now. And it, this game, I imagine, has been built ground up <coughs> to be a streaming game, and that's it. Yeah, it's it's got to be fast paced. It's got to be colorful. It's got to do everything that Worms did, but literally at once. So Fortnite, um, I I just I I see this as one of those ones which is probably going to have an all right launch and then fucking fall flat on its face immediately because yeah, why would you want to continue playing? It'll that? pay some people to play it, and it will do a few sales from that. A couple of kids will buy it because. Yeah, Fortnite, but worms. Let's do it. And that's it. All right. Maybe we're going to be eating our, our words. Maybe this is like the next big mm. fucking game that's going to come out. But Jesus, like as, as uh, not diehard fans, just as, as loyal fans to the Worms franchise, it seems... Even just a, t- I'm just a genuine Team 17 fan. Like, oh, yeah. Most of their games that they've released have been good. Yeah. Well, that's, the, the, yeah, that's an important point. Like, um, the they have the, the talent. They've yeah. started publishing a lot recently rather than just developing, mm. um, yeah. including Sheltered, which is awesome. But Overcooked 1 and 2, yeah, this, really this, good fun. Yeah. The Escapists. The Escapists, yep. the new survivalist that came out was going to be really good. Rob literally mm. just said that. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. Oh, I thought you said survivalists. Uh, no, I said Sheltered. No, He's a sheltered, yeah. Oh, sheltered. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but he, that's it. They have the talent and the ability to publish other more interesting games. And, like, it is perfectly fair at this point, after a good long run of quite a simple local multiplayer game, to just, you know, put the rose on Worm's chest, close the coffin lid, <laughs> and lure it into the ground to the sound of bloody. Ave Maria, it's perfectly respectable, and we'll all salute yeah. you for it. Well, if you, you just you stop could, you beating could put that it to bed for another decade until people are really hungry for worms again. Yeah, but well, the thing is, I try something new. I I feel like Worms is one of those games that never gets old. Like all you have to do is just repackage it in a new engine, maybe a couple new features, 
and that's it. Just, yeah, just that's, doing that's that's all they've been doing over the past few years. Yeah, but and like, it, but oh, this one's got forts in it. This one's got tanks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But their problem is they're got, looking for like, gimmicks and they're trying uh, to compete. Beefier worms with more health, and I, th- I think scientists the, who do this. I, th- uh, I think the problem is little they, variations that didn't really work. Well, I, I think the problem with that is more that they're releasing it so often. They're releasing it like every three years. Take a leaf out of Nintendo's book with like Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is more or less the same as it was back on the DS. It's just slightly better. Well, I say slightly, it's much better, but it's fundamentally the same game. Same as Mario. Mario is always fundamentally the same game. It's just got extra things added to it. So, but the, mm. the reason why it does so well is because it's a brand new game on a brand new device. Worms has just been pushing out the same game, but multiple times on the same device. So like, I don't, I, I don't know exact dates of when they released it, but I assume that they probably released like two or three on, on the PlayStation 3, for example. Whereas if they did one, one a generation, it'd probably have more impact. And you go, oh, fuck yeah, the Worms one. Is, it, Worms is on the PlayStation 5 now. Yeah, and you don't need to do it as this, like, just get in the mindset that it's, it's just Worms. It's like producing your own fucking version of Tetris. Exactly. You don't need it to compete against Fortnite. Just release a Worms game, add some little fucking sprinkle of magic onto it each generation, but don't try to fucking turn it into Call of Duty. You don't yeah. need to. It's Worms. Yeah. Nobody's asking for fucking Monopoly Fortnite edition. That probably exists, and I'm going to eat my own words. It does. But fucking hell. It, it, yeah, I think it does. Also, can you imagine a, uh, a Fortnite version of Lemmings? Just like make <sighs> make lemmings, but you know maybe make it um, like lemmings uh, like, a battle royale. Yeah, lemmings battle royale. That would really work. I mean, there were always a set number of lemmings. It could work. Could actually work. I, actually, a, a, a lemmings level where you have to compete against. It's kind of like trials. Uh, wait, wait, what? What is it? What, what's that game? Trials. Uh, trials rising. The bike game. Yes. I don't know. Trials Rising, yeah. Trials Rising. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> the, so you, where you see the ghosts of people. Like if you did a Lemmings game where you could just like go from A to B and ma- try and complete it before everyone else, that could work. I want a Lemmings game set in the world of Silent Hill. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pyramid Head. Come on, guys. <laughs> right. I think uh, we've given that terrible game enough 15 minutes that it probably shouldn't have had. But yeah. I think that's a good place for us to end the uh, the podcast for today. Thank you all for yeah. joining. And uh, where do we want to go if we want to see you guys outside of the podcast on your own platforms? You can find me on YouTube at Rob Coxey. Gary? You can also find me on YouTube uh, at Endash and twitch.tv forward slash Endash underscore. Um, hopefully going to be streaming a little bit more on there in the coming weeks. Yeah. And you can also find me on Twitch as well, twitch.tv forward slash Geordie Wiz. Come over, say hi. I'll be playing some of that game that we're not allowed to talk about. And uh, yeah, Brendan, what about you? Well, you would have been able to find me on Twitch, but I'm afraid I've been banned for reasons I won't disclose. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. Well, guys, (laughs) thanks for listening. Please jump on the Discord and follow us on Twitter at VGC underscore podcast. And yeah, we will see you next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.